0: Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay and Tim. Tim. Timbo. Tim. What's up, gentlemen?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we said last week, we've got two Tims in rotation now, so we've got to specify.
2: Well, when I... When I listen to the podcast the weeks that I'm not on, and then I just hear, and we got Tim from Kyle. I just have a visceral reaction because I'm like, I don't remember this.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll call you Timbo or the the Canadian glider.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Canadian glider already exists. Glider. Yeah. Glider. <laughs> uh, what, what,
1: what is it that you're sewing there, Tim? I'm actually a little bit impressed. Oh.
2: Um, I can't show it on, on, on the screen, but, okay. uh, our, our engineering, uh, faculty, we have jerseys. Okay. And then, so we have like conferences and patches galore. So I'm just putting patches on, I mean, I could show oh, you these nice. ones, but, but they're just like little patches that we put on. Oh yeah. That's cool. But we just, we did like every university has their own ones they make and then I just get other ones online and stuff. And then we yeah. trade them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: That's like, uh, we used to do that in scouts in the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Is you would yeah. go to the Jamborees, right? Mm-hmm. And all the other scouts from Canada and everywhere would come down and we would trade patches and pins. And yeah, I, I like that stuff. Something yeah. we did, um, Gosh, yeah, a lot. I went to I forgot what it was, some group I was with when I was young. We went to Europe and uh we did it there too. Like it was some big group gathering and we all traded like, you know, little like we had uh like a little American flag pins and <laughs> then like you know, the Spanish had like uh they had soccer balls on, you know, it's stuff like that. It was it was pretty cool.
2: Um let's see if I can show but I have um these patches here. There, I got them in Europe. One of them's the oh, yeah. fire department, and I got a couple other ones I can't read. Uh, ah, but that um, stuff's super cool, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah,
0: stuff, yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. that's that's in our nature, right? This is the group, like, we are a bunch of collectors. Like, mm-hmm. is yes. the, this is the group to talk to about that stuff, literally. Me. What yeah. we do, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and just... it taught me to, so, and my both my grandmothers have approved my stitching, so uh, hooray! Oh, that's. <laughs>
1: top notch.
0: Yeah. That's all you can ask for is your grandmother's approval. You know you're living you live in life when when <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> all right. All right. I got to get energized here, Kyle. Come on. Let's I got to I'm I'm really <laughs> right. draining.
1: I'm very excited because right. uh we got a preview for Asajj Ventress mm-hmm. which for those that are curious is slated to come out on March 17th. And if she comes out on that day, they have said that <laughs> she will be legal for the World Championships because yep. there is no more eleven-day rule anymore. Um, and that is what six days before Worlds. Yeah. Uh, so plenty of time. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's depending on when you're traveling, obviously, but plenty of time to pick her up and paint Dude, her. Whatever one colors. of you madmen bring.
0: The worlds, I I will applaud you
1: and give you a hearty I, handshake. I am strongly considering it. We can talk about some list ideas when we get to it. All but, right. Uh, as soon as I saw this unit card, I'm like, yeah. I know, I know exactly what to do with this. <laughs> the the <laughs> oh, dice, yeah. the dice pool oh, yeah. alone
0: is ridiculous. No,
1: I mean, I I think she. It's it's not clear. We'll get to it. It's not uh, clear right. to me that she's better than Maul. I, all I right. don't think she's overpowered. Let's put it that way. No. Okay. No. Um. But. Uh, besides Asaj, Jay, you attended the <coughs> tournament this weekend, yep. the the Nick Bodnar appreciation tournament, <laughs> which was won by Nick Bodnar. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: by we'll S- o- by SOS.
0: I think it was like point. We we can talk. We can talk
1: about the results. Yeah, but first, do you have some housekeeping for us?
0: Yeah, sure. So, for those of you that don't know, um, we've talked about it a few times on here. We we are officially putting out a magazine. Um, We issue one is out, and uh, we're actually we just got more in of issue one, and we're fulfilling back orders on issue one now. Um, And issue two will be coming out. I believe I have it releasing. week of the 20th so I think it's like the 22nd or something I don't I don't remember what day we have it releasing but um so that's coming out as well uh you can get digital version you can get the the paper version um or print version and um I'm really excited about this it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time and so I'm really glad that we're finally doing it everyone seems really excited about it um I, uh, you know, I don't know. I've just been happy with the results and the the quality that we've been able to get out of the magazine. You know, the the writing staff has been amazing. Um, Kyle and, and Lucas and Evan uh, have been doing some great work. So it, it's really cool. And this, this issue in February, we actually expanded it. Um, and we have a painting guide in there. And we have like a new game mode that we're doing called Heroes of the Galaxy. That's going to be like on a little grid uh sheet that's going to come in the magazine and i'm really excited about that because i think that's like a the way i designed it it's just a really neat way that you can just take some of your heroes and you can play against each other like in between games of legion and stuff you know it's quick it's like under i think one of the missions was like 30 minutes and one was like 25 you know so it's like it's quick to play um and and easy to travel with so yeah i'm really excited about continuing doing this and and expanding the magazine and doing more and more um a lot of the community has reached out wanting to like offer support and different game modes and all kinds of stuff so you know i think we might take them up on some of those offers and start featuring more you know a wider breadth of of things in the magazine um so yeah i'm really excited about that Uh, Other than that, I think, um, so you guys will be listening to this on Tuesday. So on Wednesday at, um, I think, hold on, let me just double check the time. I'll put a thing up on our Facebook and everything too. But on Wednesday, yep, Wednesday at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, Evan and I are going to start a new podcast, well, old, new, but the Fifth Tile podcast, which is talking about other games and stuff. And our plan is to basically do it live on Twitch, uh, each week, hopefully, um, and then just record it and then make the audio and video recordings available on you know, the regular podcast channels, and then on YouTube. And so but you, you could come join us live. Um, You know, hopefully, it'll be every Wednesday, this will be our first one, and then we'll get a schedule going. But yeah, so so if you guys want to join us for that, that'll be on our Twitch channel. It's the the fifth trooper on Twitch. So we're gonna try it. I'm an old man when it comes to Twitch. So I, I don't really know all the beep boops and buttons and the doodads. But we're gonna we're going to take a run at it and see, you know, see how it goes. So,
1: yeah. Awesome. Uh, and if you like any of that stuff, you can support us on Patreon. Yeah. The slash. No, that's not right. Patreon.com slash the fifth trooper. There you go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I know
0: some of you uh, have asked, we are the notorious scoundrels. That's the name of the podcast, but we are part of the fifth trooper as a, as a larger whole. So, um, if any, if that's confusing to anyone,
1: it's it's all. Yeah, we're part of the Fifth Trooper Network. If <laughs> yeah. you want to support this podcast on Patreon, you go to patreoncom slash Trooper. Yes, correct. Yeah,
0: it's all because you're supporting the blogs and every all the right. writers and and the magazine. All that stuff is all all the content we
1: create supported through the Patreon. So yeah, yep. and the store, and the store. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, well, how do we just? right into it yeah let's so in schenectady did i say that right nope just schenectady schenectady yep okay schenectady new york there was a tournament this weekend 34 people uh 34
0: 34, yeah i think it was originally supposed to be like 38 but yeah we ended up with 34 a lot of great people uh Evan had designed it as the Nick Bodnar like uh, memorial he called it uh which was appreciation really funny.
1: tournament memorial he, is he, for people that are no, dead no no no
0: Oh, I I'm aware okay when he originally started it he called it the Nick Bodnar Memorial tournament um and Nick said but I'm not dead and, and Evan said oh yeah I guess it's appreciation then like so that's how that happened um but uh it was supposed to be you know and it was but like it was gonna be like ah hey it's just this chill event we're gonna you know we're gonna drink there there was a bar literally like two feet from where we were playing legion sounds fantastic yeah so you could get drinks and they had food like um it was listen the food was fine it wasn't great it was like but they had two tables set up one with food you could buy like burgers hot dogs sausages stuff like that and then and then they had a they had a bar And so, like the food and drink, like within three or four feet from the gaming space, so it was it was really cool. Um, That's dangerous. Yeah, Yeah. it (laughs) it was. Yeah. Um. So so anyways, so the whole thing was like, hey, it's gonna be this casual, fun. You know, we're just all gonna have fun, and then literally, like, some of the top Legion players. In the United States, anyways, all showed up to the event. Uh, you know, so like dashes. Mike was there, who just went uh, number two at LVO. Uh, Mister World Champion himself, Luke Cook, was there. Uh, you know, Evan played. Nick Bodnar played. Mike Cirillo. Um, Tim Hannon was there from from Stan- Like it's just like a stacked tournament. Yeah, yeah I looked at that tournament
1: roster, and I'm like. You know, I thought this was some like local upstate New York affair, but there's a lot of people that go into this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of the guys came out from Boston area. Uh, Kodak, who's a really good player, mm-hmm. uh, Zach Barry made a made an appearance. He's like he's like a, a yeti or something, you know? He yeah, just, like
1: <laughs> coming out of retirement basically. To yeah, come, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so it was a great time. Um, I had a miserable time. Uh, because that list that I brought that I talked about before is miserable. <laughs> it's okay. just miserable to play. I think I joked about it on the last cast that like, yeah, this just going to be miserable for everyone. And it was. Um, so I, I ended up going basically two and one. Um, I played and I really want to talk about my first games list. And then I played against the Blizzard Force. So that my first game, and this really opened my eyes uh my opponent first game uh Matt he he had a mall triple Mandalorian list dude I didn't really know how hard they were to kill And he had force <laughs> barrier and he had force lift so basically we had one alley how we had set it the table was set up uh-huh. Where he would have to funnel his army through and I wasn't, you know, we were setting up and I kind of knew what he had, but I didn't really know what he had. And then I was like, oh, he's gonna come through this alley and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna shoot him. And then he had force lifts, So like Maul basically was just moving up with this barricade and all the like, which mangos... you cannot fit
1: your entire army behind basically. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And so the Mandos were behind it and Maul was behind it and the, and the um, he had uh, naked pikes, which still sucked. And so like, you know, so he's just like moving this barricade up and they've got, they've got the, uh, the, the, the shields. So they're shielded too. They've, they're getting like dodges one or two dodges. They're getting, you know, they've got a barricade in front of them and he's got force barrier. (laughs) And so like the first couple of turns, You know, my whole army is just like throwing dice, and he's like, Yeah, uh, dodge, dodge, shield, shield, cover two. Uh, oh, you got a crate? Yeah, I'll force, I'll force barrier that, I guess. And just (laughs) like, Oh oh my God, I'm never gonna kill these guys. Um, and then you know, he made the movie, had to make, I think we're playing, um, we're playing Intercept, and so he you know, I was overwhelming. I've just got all these B1s that you can't kill and I'm about to pile them all on the center. So he took two of his Mandos and went to flank my back, my rear, because I only had my uh, commander back there. And then Mm -hmm. he took Maul out from behind the barrier and dove. So he hits one of my B1s. And he killed all but the leader, and so so it was uh, six six wounds. So he yep. got all but the leader and the heal bot, and I literally healed the whole unit back, and then I punched him, and I think I got like four wounds in on on Maul, um, and then that was about the time everything started going downhill for him. Um, it was just sheer numbers at that yep. point, right? Like I just kept like healing things back and just shooting and shooting and shooting. Um, so, but that list was really good, and um, I think he called it Pepto Bismol or something like yeah, that. I was I literally, I was literally I'm like, shout out Pepto Bismol. Yeah. One one fun thing about Game Up think, like, is it's
2: everyone uh, is the now list doing fun is gum- Yeah, because they're they're so prominent. So yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Pepto Bismol, go check out the Nick Bobnar. You can go see all the lists, and and I I rose and and Matt played it really great, and and you know I think. Um, that's a list to really look out for like that is a lot of wound like just like wound mitigation that they have it was it was pretty intense like I don't I don't know how other lists would react to that like blizzard force obviously is its own thing but like man it's just (laughs) like a lot of wounds you got to get through to like even like get to anything you know and then like one of um one of the mandalorians had rook so it had like two wounds yeah and so like one. i yeah. finally got yeah. it down to just her model and then i like got a wound i'm like yes and then it was he's like Nah, she's got two wounds I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god um but that was a great game though miss you know the list is miserable and I- i'll explain why right now why the list is miserable so number one and this is for me this, this isn't for everybody, right? For me, why it's miserable is, number one, it's hard enough to track giving orders in the right way so that your whole army gets the orders, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or yep. in my case, because I listened to Kyle and I put comms relay and link targeting, so one of my B1s didn't have an order, right? It's really hard to do that. In addition, keeping track of all the heals and who to heal and what's died that, turn that round is really difficult to keep track of too and so like as in my head when i was going to play this list and i was joking with people at the at the at the event like i'm like yeah no this is just a press w list like i don't know you're gonna have to deal with it and it is but it's also a lot more mental gymnastics than i thought it was gonna be to try to like like bookkeeping oh my god yeah and keeping everyone at range one and then figuring out okay do i heal like him like what's going to happen this next like who am i going to need wounds on like am i okay with this unit losing one guy because i'm not gonna be able to get oh my god but it's miserable and i think for my opponents it was like like that mall thing right like he came in any other army right that uh that mall hit would have been Somewhat devastating, but like I explained to someone, like you know, when you're playing a regular list and you lose like three to four models out of a unit, you start to get like a panic in you at the back of your head where you're like, oh man, this is. I got that never even crossed my mind. Like I would get it down to two, and I even one sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Heal bot, heal bot itself, heal bot from another guy. Like it's just like bop, 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 bop. um so, uh, yeah. So then my second game, I played a Blizzard Force. um uh, against a buddy of ours James and uh he had three bikes he had uh snows with flame troopers and the red grenades he had operative Vader he had the commander and then he had the two HRUs right so basically what he, he told me he was looking at your list Kyle and he said yeah I think I'm gonna take one of these bikes out to make these snows a little bit spicier you know mm-hmm. um I believe he I want to say he had an extra guy in there too. Um, Is that right, Tim? The, did Did he have an extra? No snowtroopers. troopers.
2: Snow troopers are two snowtroopers. They were flamethrowers, snow troopers, recon intel, and frags. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, an extra guy.
0: Yeah. And so, so anyway, so uh, we had disarray. Okay. He he got us into disarray because okay. yep. you know mm-hmm. it was like hostage, and then key positions, and I was like, ooh. So I put one of my B1s over in the other disarray and I kept all my, the rest of my army together. Well, the disarray across from me, he had put his bikes and he had placed the bikes and then moved them out and they were in a position where they were in the open. Unheard of, right? In this new rule set. <laughs> so I decided I was going to uh, Alpha Strike. Round one, I played the two pip orbital strike. I ordered my tank. It barraged double you know the red gun double so it's like cover one on the first cover two and then i hit on all the rest all paint and then i orbital strike all hits cover one so three all paint on bikes <laughs> like in my head so this was this completely deflated me because in my head i saw this and i'm like oh i'm gonna erase one of these bikes maybe two bikes this first this round one, and then the attrition will be more in my favor and, and everything. Nope. So then he moved his bikes up. I took like two or three B one squads, shot into him, like three hits, four hits. Between like three or four B one squads, I think I I just barely took down one bike. So he still had one in in the unit. Like the unit was still there, one model. Yeah, that's After, brutal. And so I was just like, and at this point I was so distraught. I didn't even like, I'm like, I didn't even, wasn't even paying attention to the rest of his army at this point. So then he ended up getting his snows up. He did the one with the steady, they ended up moving, you know, move, move, move. And then like flamed. And then like his first flame into one of my B1 units, it was like 10 hits like between all the black and red dice. I was like, I, what? Like I I, did, this guy was rolling so much paint. And we're going to talk about DICE here in a little bit, but like it was exhausting, like how much paint, right? And so now I'm like down at the, but the one that where this turned, where DICE turned, is he moved Vader in to try to get into the to my army and my tank just like backed up and then shot Vader and like basically got him down to one wound in like one, one shot Vader to one wound, right? But by that time I was already losing... All the attrition, and I couldn't get. And then the HRUs were basically just hanging back and just like plinking stuff off, dude. It, it was miserable. And so, I don't know. You know, somebody asked me if I thought that that list was a good counter to 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 Blizzard, and I I think it is. I just think he had some really hot dice that like took away like a lot of my like will to live uh at that point you know and then and then you know he played a great game I don't want to take that away from him you know he played a really great game and so then he just snuck up and just started like taking me out and I couldn't heal fast enough because it's got so much firepower. um yeah. but but I think if if it had gone the other way if I had to race that bike I might have erased two bike units, then that would have been a completely different game. And we had talked about it afterwards. It goes, yeah, I wouldn't have been as half as aggressive with the rest of my army. And then you could have moved, you know, I could have moved up and started like holding the middle and then, yeah, it just would have been a different game. And so it's just funny how dice games like, or dice can like <laughs> completely change everything, right? Um, and then my last game was uh, was really funny. Was uh my opponent had a couple drinks and he we were playing you know we're drinking we're having a good time we're laughing and uh, he kept shooting my tank because it was the one thing he could shoot with his army and he got it up to like four wounds like by round two and then he kept shooting it and then I what I was doing was I was healing it and then he go how many wounds and I was like yeah I got four on the tank he's like all right I'm gonna shoot it but but we get a couple crits through he's playing the uh what are the uh. Well, it was
2: Anakin, Padme, Pipes. Yeah, with the critical uh, one on the phase. Yeah, well, he's got two DC 15s, yeah. a phase two mortar, and Echo. So, yeah, a fair so, bunch of crits. Yeah,
0: there. yeah. so he was hitting it with Echo and the DC 15s, getting the crits through, you know, and uh, the, the tank would take a couple of wounds, but it was rolling some decent saves. And then, like, a little while later, he would go, So, how many wounds are on the tank now? And I go, Four. And he would go, What? And then he would like shoot it some more. And then we would go through the whole process where my I was healing it. And then he would go, All right, all right, how many wounds are on the tank now? But like three. And he's like, You just said four. And I was like, Yeah, man, that was like three B1s ago. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> when, when you have eight units, each of which has repair too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we were laughing about that. Like that was it was really funny. Uh, you know, because he because then he would start doing it just to like after every like unit activation, he would be like, all right, how many wounds on the tank? I'm like, four. <laughs> you know, it, so that was funny. That was probably the most fun I had with that list. Um, I think it's a great list. If you guys are in the mindset and uh you want to torture yourselves, or maybe this isn't torture to you, you know, maybe you like this kind of gameplay. Highly recommend running it. It's it can it can definitely take a huge beating without you even blinking an eye um it is not for me I will not play it again uh I'm definitely (laughs) just putting that back on my shelf and uh you know but I had made pit droids and I made like pit droid alt art cards and then I made these little like uh wrenches as the repairs to put on them because the pit droids are holding wrenches so that part was fun like the making it and getting it to the show to the event was fun the actual playing it was miserable completely well, and utterly miserable.
1: <laughs> but now you know that, right? Like, yeah. you, that's you know, now you've had the experience and now you know that right. it's not for you. Right.
0: And I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I knew that going in because I, I said it was going to be miserable for everyone. And it it really was. Yeah, that's it fair. really was miserable for everyone. So, but yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, so Nick uh, Bodnar took it. Luke Cook came in second both five and zero.
1: they were both five oh yeah so nick was running uh rebel boba right like rebel boba yeah. lando he was N- a hero N- N- list yeah
2: yeah uh no it was lando cassian k2 boba oh, okay and then three vets at the heavy two mark twos and an FD. it's
1: pretty impressive that that all fits actually
2: yeah yeah um I mean, the the heroes are all like average 110, 105 points. And then yeah. Rebel vets are 74, 38 I've, points, of the Mark twos, and then 72 point FT.
3: Yeah.
1: I feel like vets with MK twos are the way to go right now for Rebels. Now that yeah. Do, Dodge, Dodge mm-hmm. Spam got wrecked so hard by all the points changes and stuff.
2: Um, Unless you're just filling out core with naked
1: guys, right? Yeah, but if you're doing heavy core heavies, I think you just want vets and MKTs. Yeah,
0: yep, yeah. And then Luke, Luke Cook was playing an IG 88 Boba Fat List, uh, so well, that's a bunch of shores, yeah, Yep. yep, yep. And then, uh, this is kind of funny, but Dash. Uh, he he was gonna bring what he did at LVO, but he he forgot it at home. <laughs> oh. So he got to he got to the tournament. So like, if you look at his list, it's the name of his list is sometimes you leave your army at home because mm-hmm. basically Evan had brought three or four lists in case people uh-huh. forgot stuff. Uh-huh. Like he, and so so he just played like Evan. Evan had like a, Kren- a Krennic Boss short trooper list that Mike uh ended up playing, which was which was funny. That is funny um and doing three two with it Not terrible
1: yeah not bad yeah not bad playing a list that basically somebody else <laughs> built for you and you weren't planning on playing
0: yep yeah and then uh kodak rich o'brien he brought uh yoda yoda chewy he actually played i played against him he beat me with that list in invader league um it's a really good list it's got two barks and yep. like, you know, you're like focused on like the murder ball that is Yoda mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And then the barks just like sneak around and start doing whatever they want in your backfield. You know, it's yep. it's a real interesting list. Um, but I think he went like four one. Um you know, so I don't know. It was a great it was good to see everybody. Um or three two, he went three two. Rob Cop was there too. <laughs> Like, it's just like so, lots of people, so, so stacked, yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievably stacked weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, sounds like it was really the, fun. Yeah, it was.
2: I was, I was gonna say, the contain the Canadian contingent had a good showing. The two people from Ontario, dn and Julian, went four ones. So, oh, I was gonna update battle weekend.
1: Nice,
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was interesting. I think, um. Probably the same as it was for LVO. A lot of people just trying to wrap their heads around the new rules. Yeah. You know, and I think even though it was stacked, it was nice that it was, um, that Evan had it positioned as a like casual. As a casual. Yeah. So that everybody could kind of just like go, oh, right, right, right. That's not, that's not how that works. That's right. you know and like walk things back and then like try to you know so so that was good but yeah yeah good to see everybody man it was great 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 seeing that that we have such a great crew in this in this uh game you know so i I always enjoy seeing everyone tons of laughs tons of drinks you know it was it was great
2: i'm not jealous at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah me either I was getting major FOMO watching all the updates over the course of the weekend. But yeah, there was no way I was going to be able to travel to two two tournaments <laughs> on back-to-back weekends.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, Kyle?
1: <laughs> Hard nope on that one. Um, I know better than to even ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks like it was super fun. Um, so uh, you want to talk real quick before we get to Ventress? You want to talk about just DICE? And, like, yeah, so we can approach this from several angles. We can do kind of your situation, like how to recover from yeah. bad dice uh we can also do how do you mitigate dice as a factor in the first place, like just assume yeah. that you're gonna have some bad dice, and how do you, yeah, how do you work around that? um, I think both
0: of those are good, I think, so I would say my first game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: He was definitely uh, the not the not the Blizzard Force one, but the yep. other one. He was making a ton of saves early on, right? It, even with all those like blocks and all that stuff I was talking about, and we both commented on it, like, "Wow, man!" Like, this really, is the Mando one, yeah. Like, okay. hey, you got some really hot dice right now, and you know, it wasn't to a point though where it was like it was more like it felt more like seventy percent or 75 percent versus like a hundred percent yeah and so you know so it was like okay this is in my head at that point I was like this is going to balance out and it did you know because by the end of the game I'm like making all these shots and he's making no blocks and things are just dying and it just kind of like you know it all turned all of a sudden I just felt like in the Blizzard Force game I think when you when you're up against white dice and and I think it's the white dice that kind of puts you in this me- yep. mental state, right? Where you're like, and I and you forget sometimes that bikes surge, so you're like, okay, it's white dice, I'm gonna have 12 dice of my own, most likely gonna get 10 to 11 hits on those the way on those 12 dice with that with the setup that I have with link targeting uh-huh, array yeah. and all that, and the fact that that gun is critical too, so it's like, and then for you to get more like all 12 and then for them to block everything on white dice is like uh it just puts you in a real tough mental state so Kyle if that was you how would you how would you have handled that mentally because I broke down mentally um, so, so,
1: so so it is it is hard for anyone in a situation like that because you you kind of feel like nothing that you do matters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like, man, I just set up this great shot and I it literally did nothing. I just set up another one. It literally did nothing. My opponent just moved these up into a range of other stuff that I shot it with and it did nothing. Like, what you know, what's the point of making decisions? Um, but, uh, yeah, that's exactly what um, I was saying to myself. Yeah, but you, you just have to kind of like get yourself out of that headspace because situations like that are exceedingly rare mm. and certainly unlikely to continue for the entire game. Uh I know that like clearly that's not always the case and sometimes by the time you have moved past that moment especially in like a super close game uh like it, it might just be too late.
0: Yeah. But
1: it might not be. You know, I've seen games like that where you get like crazy dice luck for one player early. And then, you know, both players kind of like stay in it and then it just swings back the opposite way, like huge, yeah. uh, in a completely unlikely way. And then the player that, you know, was on the receiving end of that bad dice like initially ends up winning because it swung back. Um Yeah. I think I think too, for me,
0: with playing those droids, the first game I played when he attacked, I literally rolled no paint on mm-hmm. my droid defense dice that entire game. And it was fine because I had all the heals and it's right. droids and you expect that. So going into that, I, you know, I think uh, I, I was doing a little bit better, you know, getting like one out of five or something, you yeah, know, yeah. which is okay, you know. Um, But it was just like I came out of that game going, my dice are rolling blanks. He's got white dice. It's going to be blank. And it just wasn't. And then like the following up attacks were all the same. And I'm just going, uh, okay, like, I I don't even know what to do right now. Like, yep. you know, and and it was and I think what happened too is probably a little bit of ego on my part, because the move that I did Alpha Strike, even he said, like, when I did, it, he was like, oh, crap, I didn't even see that coming. Oh, my God. Like, and then I was like, yeah, you didn't got you and then i'll just paint and i was like i just wait like my whole plan everything this whole strategy is gone now like
3: <laughs> yeah
2: um i mean the the way that i at least i try to deal with you know any situation in game or you know dice bad dice or whatever is like i always try to deal with like any action i take it doesn't get me closer to winning and like if you have the worst dice luck in the game and you like lose your entire army well you can still act, make like you could have a like 5% chance of winning, but yep. if this next action makes it a 6% chance of winning, well, you've increased your odds of winning. Yeah. Um. So it's always trying to keep in that mindset of like, I can always do things, even if it's a long shot to make my chance of winning better. Um, and then also being that my father is a philosophy professor and I come from a philosophy background and stuff. Um, a lot of people end up falling into the gambler's fallacy, which is that like past results predict future results um so like i often hear about people like oh like you know you got the dice like early then i must get it back it's like unfortunately that's not true like basically the dice will be average always from this point on yep so you kind of like and it's gonna happen that dice are bad um but they are gonna regress to the mean um and then like sometimes occasionally it's like well the dice will be average and like you'll roll everything i'll roll nothing and like that actually comes out to average it's just coming away whatever
0: yeah that didn't make me feel better, Tim. I, I, I,
3: I, I, I had
2: to,
0: I had to, I had to bring you up and then take you down yeah. too, because no,
2: unfortunately we play a game with dice and yeah, it's, just, it's gambling.
0: You're absolutely right, and I, I'll be honest, I've lost track of the victory points, not like from a counting perspective, yeah. but from like a getting the victory points right, and like instead of going okay and then just doing what i had to do to make it work it just like like i said i then took some shots with b1s and then they're not hitting and i'm just like i don't understand what's happening and then i just like lost track of like what the purpose of anything was what anymore. else was going on yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. tunnel vision a little bit um,
0: yeah for sure yeah yep. I, I i mean at lvo like i played a list
2: that you know i had a lot of dodges and stuff so i just rolled like Forcing my opponents to shoot at me and then, you know, don't roll over any saves, which often can result in people like really feeling weird about your saves. It's like, oh, I've rolled four saves and I've made three of them. Well, I've only taken one wound, but I've only actually rolled three, four saves. Um, but like one of my games, I kept joking. Like, I know I, my my dice are pretty hot, right? Like I didn't drop any saves. And then I'm like, well, eventually, you know, it's going to happen. I'm going to drop them all. And he like, OK, I got to roll three, blank them all out. There goes half in it right? Like, you're always, like, especially, like, you know, playing, like, Red Save or Mando's or whatever, you're always, like, one big shot away from just wiping the unit.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and that's, like, when you're shooting at Mando's or Red Save units, you gotta always keep thinking. It's, like, well, I do just need to keep shooting, because eventually they will just die. So.
1: I think, you know. too, you have to kind of just evaluate each decision, like, independently based on whatever the new status quo is. Like, in, in your situation, Jay, you know, you, you double tapped the bikes, and they rolled, like, straight paint. Uh, so you had essentially unwounded bikes, and then you still had that bombard card left, right? Yeah. So now I don't know what you know the situation was looking like with yeah. the other disarray zone, but at that point, um, you know, at least with the bombard, like it's it's kind of statistically unlikely to kill a bike model because on average you're going to get roughly three hits with that, mm-hmm. and then he's going to probably roll one save if everything is equal, uh, right? So at that point, you know, you could potentially ask yourself, well. All right, clearly, like, I haven't hurt these bikes like I thought I would. I was originally going to use this Bombard card to finish off the bikes that I thought yeah. I would mostly kill with this Barrage. But, like, maybe now it's better used to, like, suppress an HRU so it can't move up and shoot or suppress yeah. a snow unit so it can't get closer to my, my B1s or something. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, and I got onto that game too late, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I started suppressing his his um snows and stuff yeah. so they couldn't come up but like it was too late they were already too close and yeah you know i i yeah tunnel vision and just oh man i lost complete like i, just, I lost uh, control and, i mean the same yeah. thing
1: happens to everybody i had a this is a, um i had a game with vader um where like uh vader got mulched by a stab uh this was my invader game against bobat mm-hmm. um And basically like at the tail end of one of the turns, he came up with a step and he shot Vader and he did four wins to Vader in one shot. Uh, (laughs) I was like, okay, well this has changed my game plan, you know? And I got like super conservative with Vader. And I think, I think it was actually a mistake to do that because then he just kind of like chipped away at me while Vader was hiding behind a rock. Mm. Um, And like in that situation, I, you know, I, uh, it affected my decision-making in a way that like, maybe it shouldn't have like Vader was arguably in a decent position to just be aggressive where he was. Yeah. Um, and you know, Vader can survive on three wounds. He's got tons of cards that give him dodges like, uh, but I took, because I took that four wounds in one shot, I was like, Oh man, he's suddenly very fragile. Um, when in reality, he's not any more fragile than like, you know, like in mid game Vader with three wounds, which I would have right. probably been much more aggressive with. Um so like yeah, it, it happens to everybody. You kind of have to just like take it as it comes and then try and yeah. try and move forward with whatever the current situation is without affecting like without whatever just happened affecting your decision making.
0: Yeah. Possibly. For sure. I yeah, know that, it's it's
1: hard to say. Yeah. It's or sorry, it's easy to say. It's much harder to actually do. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a classic song, Gambler. You gotta know when to hold them, you know to know when to fold them, yeah. right? Like it's each decision is important in a moment and then just making yeah. sure that you're not letting like gambler's fallacy past or future um odds affect the odds of the current situation. Yeah,
0: yeah it, like my opponent too like I I normally that stuff doesn't really affect me. Yeah, you know, I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, dice. And uh but he goes, you know, you put you like we're being really nice, but like I could see it in your eyes <laughs> that like just how disappointed and like broken you were by that. Yeah. He goes, but you were still like putting on a brave face and trying to like, continue. Like, I, you know, I didn't get, I was just like, you know, I I did. So for those of you who ever play me, you want to know when I'm agitated is if I go, all right. And I just like set something down and yeah. I just like stare at the table. That's when I'm, that's when I've, you've, you've beaten Jay mentally. uh. And that's just, you know, and James is such a nice guy, but yeah, he was just like, yeah, I, I could see in your eyes.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you feel bad when that you're on the other end of that too, like right. when you're when you're the guy who just rolls all paint or whatever. Um, like it, it's it's kind of an awkward situation. It is, yeah. Um, I had a I had a game at LVO where I uh, my opponent had Boba Fett, and I had done one wound to him previously, and then I just I shot him with an HRU, and four four hits went through, and he rolled his Boba saves and he rolled four blanks. Yeah. And it, we were both sitting there just staring at it like, oh. okay (laughs) okay how do you know like neither of us expected boba to just biff it and die right there in one shot yeah um and it's like all right well i guess we keep going um (laughs) but it's
0: you know i'm like remembering now like the trajectory of my attitude because like i Mm -hmm. did it and like the first barrage and he rolled the paint i was like nice man like congrats like that's in my head i'm going yeah, good for gonna, you right that's yeah. not going to happen again Yeah, <laughs> you know four, four or five more times and it's just like by that time i was like oh i i'm completely broken now like there's nothing yep. else i have no will for this anymore like <laughs> i didn't know i could be so easily broken like that's, that's that's just like oh my god
1: it probably didn't help that you were playing what was already like essentially an exhausting list yeah to run <laughs> um <laughs> Where you're, you're spending so much of your mental energy just, like, performing the basic functions of your list. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> doing, doing accounting. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that something like that happens in your brain, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> Right,
0: because there was even, like, a time when he was, like... Uh... Like tripping the circuit breaker. Yeah, he's like... he's like, I thought you were just going to move into melee with my snows and tie them up. I'm like, I thought about it. And he goes, but why didn't you do it? I go, I don't know. <laughs> like literally in my head i go ah oh, just i'll just double move and and then that'll stop that and then i just i don't know what happened yep. it just i just never did it and he's like yeah like you set it up for it and i go yeah i sure did and then i don't know i just like froze and just like did something else i don't i don't know why yeah <laughs> my no. brain just like fr- just completely short-circuited <laughs>
1: yeah I mean that happens to everybody. Yeah. You know. I've had lots of moments like that too where you just you get like tunnel vision and you're like there's part of your brain where you're like about to move a unit up and you're like no he's got like three things there that haven't activated yet. That's like really dangerous. And then you do it anyway and your brain's like it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it's not fine. right? And then yeah. you're like you know what I knew that that was a terrible that, idea. Yeah, yeah. And then I did it anyway. Like
0: like I knew I had so we did end up with key positions and I'm like all right I got to get to that middle key position and I'm like I can I have more guys and he's not going to be able to kill them all. So I just need to start going. And I like, didn't, I just kept shooting and I'm just like, what am I like? Why am I doing this? So anyways, it happens to everyone, I guess. Yep. It was miserable though.
1: I know that's that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was I was was expect a little bit. Yeah. A little bit of swing, but that's unusually
0: bad. Yeah. For those of you listening, I was telling the boys, I, it was just a rough Legion for me. And I, I I don't know, I was just telling them, I was just like miserable every game. Like even my opponents were great. I had a great time with them. I had fun. Everyone was there. But when I was actually playing Legion, I was just utterly miserable. And I, I don't know the answer. It could be the list. It could be, I, don't, I was tired. I don't know. I don't know. I just was like, at one point, during that blizzard force game i'm like i'm not having any fun like none of this is fun today is not fun for me like even that win from before none of this is fun i'm i am miserable <laughs> like, it's just like you know so i don't know i'm hoping to bounce back i think for me i'll never play that droid list again but i think <laughs> you know if i get maybe if i get my double atsts back there you, you go. know i'll I'll (laughs) feel better about life in general so that's when i'm at my happiest it's when i have double atsts so and i think it's because for those of you if you haven't heard me talk about it it's the the new list i play with the the two um i have two do backs and the two Mm atsts it's just like i just put the atsts in the front and i just go "Ah, yeah go ahead (laughs) And then yeah. they're like, all right, uh, dodge standby with my stormtroopers, so you can't kill them. All right, dodge standby with them. Oh, sniper, yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see. All right, I'll take a shot. And you know, and it's like there's no thought, it's just like, oh yeah, I don't know, try to kill everything. Good luck. There's a million, you know, the two ATSTs and then the dobacks. Like, I don't know. Good luck. Uh the uh, uh
2: the way to deal with ATSTs is a little bit of dice luck and putting eight wounds through with an Anakin fire supported by a Z6 at LVO. <laughs> that'll do it well you're starting with
1: you're starting with three impact and search grit on a pretty big dice pool there that's the
2: the sad thing is it had heavy cover i didn't actually fulfill my entire impact value (laughs) it it was like like you know you roll it out and i was expecting like you know five six seven if i'm real lucky and i sort of roll it out and go roll eight pierce three (laughs) and it's like it's like one of those things where it's like and I'd also like put Anakin out in a pretty precarious position to try and like force shots at Anakin,
1: uh-huh.
2: um, because I kind of needed to. I was just like I was in a losing position, needed to little bit lead on dice, and Anakin took a few wounds. Like basically, I ended up trading like ATSD for Anakin plus like I don't know six or seven of his other models.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It ended up being a pretty good trade, but yeah, it was <laughs> eight.
1: Nobody can delete a vehicle like an Anakin saber throw fire support.
2: Yeah. Nope no can do spe- spe- speaking of sabers
1: should we talk about Ventress we should can we before we get to rules can we talk about this pose first of all I actually I love this miniature hmm. Uh, and hopefully I'm not about to ruin it for some people Um, <laughs> uh-huh. but, but the way that she's like holding the lightsabers reminds me of like a WWF wrestler like winding up a chair <laughs> yeah yeah. to like crack over <laughs> somebody's back um see, now, I think that... now that alt i sculpts. see it i can't like i can't like unsee it i think this sculpt is great but for whatever reason the way that she has her sabers like i'm just picturing a folding chair behind her back oh, someone needs to put a folding chair in her hands so. yeah absolutely
0: so, so i actually have an alt sculpt ventress from before they announced her Uh and she's like got the sabers behind her and she's kind of like running forward that one that one's kind of my favorite that i've seen out of all the like this one's fine um it's it's good i'd like to see like a little bit more dynamic listen these uh, let me praise for amg here the models have been beautiful that that they've been putting out what I'd like to see if my only like critique it's not even like a criticism just a critique just something nice is a little bit more like uh action or like Mm. dynamic posing or like like you know somebody running or you know like most of it's like them jumping off a tactical rocks or something you know I I, or like doing a pose I'd like to you know that's it that's it just uh not even a criticism just a a want a request about that yeah, that's fair. Yep.
1: Yeah, like, I'm gonna like, see
0: that like uh 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 what's that? That Deadpool one they have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that one's so cool. Some like of the, for... oh. the
1: MCP salts are just absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. incredible. Um now they had the scale's a little different. Like they uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, but even still. Um yeah. I think it's it's, it's it's a perfectly fine model. The detail yeah. on it's really cool. She's got like a little sash thingy uh you know that's all like textured so you can actually paint the symbols and stuff on it mm-hmm. um so yeah it looks great there's some real good possibilities for osl on this uh i look forward to painting yeah. it in the six days between when i get it and championships <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's uh anyway let's talk about her as a unit because we got essentially a full preview yeah there's a unit card in here all the command cards um you want me to just dive in here
3: yeah go, go for, for it. it
1: all right oh, yeah i don't usually read the unit cards so this is right. like different for me yeah all right you, uh, yeah, you usually assign that to your lessers yeah right <laughs> um, all right asaz asaj, asaj ventress separatist assassin she has 150 points so this is this is officially the cheapest force user so far in the game uh, i think we're we'll see why in here in a minute. She's got two Force Slots and two Training Slots, which is exactly the same as Maul. Um, she has Jump 2, so she can jump up to height 2, Deflect. She has Independent Dodge 1, which is not nearly as good as Defend 1, but we can get into some list ideas that make it almost as good. Uh, she has Indomitable, uh, like a wookie. Immune Pierce, of course, Jark High Mastery, which is essentially <laughs> Marksman with Dodges, but only in Melee. Yeah. As far yeah. as we can tell, based on this reminder text, yep. yep. Uh, while performing a melee attack, you may spend any number of dodge tokens. For each dodge token spent, improve one attack type result. Yep. This is cool. I like this as a design space concept. Um. Yeah, it's marksman with dodges. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, re- and she has relentless, and then she's got five health. Five health. Uh, courage two. So those are both on average lower than the than your average force user, um, and then a uh, no surges either attack or defend speed two, and then eight black dice lightsaber with impact two pierce two.
0: Yeah, it's interesting.
2: First get honor into the fray.
1: You have to take into the fray, dude. That yeah, card I is think... so good. Well, it is, but especially like <laughs> yeah. He doesn't surge in either direction, and with the deflect nerf, you know, as far as we can yep. tell, there's there's no deflect feature here in Jarkai Mastery that would exempt it from the deflect nerf, like some other masteries. Um, like you need the surges, so yeah, I think yep. into, into the fray has to be stapled in one of those two training slots. Um, yep. yep. Uh, but yeah, I, Indomitable with Courage too is is interesting. I think I think this is just straight worse than normally having courage three without indomitable
2: in, indomitable courage two is because every once in a while you'll have you know three suppression and or four and just people terrible or just two and just blank out yep um it's just it's more like, variance yeah and and getting two suppression of force user is like you probably you know, we don't want to do, want to but like you know that's sort of comfortable area for a lot of force users it's like right. yeah I mean, maybe there's a suppressive punch and then they get like a shot in or they like take a shot on the way in and then they get a suppressive punch or something at two and now she's at risk of not getting two actions.
1: Yeah, that's that's the primary difference for me is like the difference between getting a target from two to suppression to three is, is I think bigger certainly than getting it from one to two. Um, and like, you know, if for most normal force users that are Courage three or four in Jedi Luke's case, uh, <laughs> if if you only have two suppression, there's a zero percent chance that you lose an action. Um, but okay. with her now, there's there's like a decent chance that you lose an action. So, um, and like if force users lose an action, especially if they're in a position where they're they have suppression, which means they've probably been shot a couple times, like it's super bad to lose an action as yeah. a force user.
2: Well, and she also doesn't have any massive force access, right? So, like losing a like losing action on her could be a death sentence, Potentially. Right? Like if for, yeah. right? If you have force, right? If you have force pushed down, and you need to like move somewhere, force push somebody into you to be safe, well, you could just maybe not be able to do that at two suppression.
1: Yep. Potentially, yeah. And yeah. Five health, five health too super low.
0: Yeah, I think potentially if you have the space depending on the list you're running sees the initiative's not bad on her for like some of those important turns
1: i think you want to just build because she has independent dodge i think that you want to essentially just build a, a list where you reverse sort your entire pool
0: yeah oh okay
1: yeah um that makes because sense. if like if you're not getting as much mileage as possible out of that independent dodge i think she's like super bad
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah
2: like the if it, assuming you take all three of her command cards although one of them isn't actually played we'll get to that like yep. you should be probably proking them and dodge four turns
1: at least four turns and i, I think yeah. let's just talk about our command cards Okay. Right. yeah um and then we can talk about how you re- reverse sort in a droid list to actually yeah. make this happen yeah um, why don't one of you guys read the command cards inside of the unit cards?
2: Which, which end do you want to start on?
1: Just go from one to three.
2: Okay. Easiest to hardest. Yep. You got it, buddy. Cool. cool. One pip. The Jedi Shall Fall. Uh, this orders only Assage Ventress. Assage Ventress gains Jedi Hunter, which gives Surge to crit when attacking force users. While Assage Ventress performs an attack during the roll attack dice step before rolling dice, she may gain up to four suppression tokens. She gains one dodge token for each suppression token gained in this way, to so up to four dodges on a Jedi or uh, Force user. Sounds
1: pretty awesome. Dodges that you can use for essentially marksmen. yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and and also like, um, I mean, we'll get to it also when we end up three pit.
0: But with that card, she can turn into like a Jedi hunter completely. What? Like, as the as it implies. And now that you don't actually run when you panic, this isn't as scary anymore as it once was. It's still not well,
2: great. Yeah. Well, you, I you mean, can also she, recover she, with your second action. Yeah. Right. So we'll we'll get to. She also has Indomitable, but then yeah, her she has pit, a Recover card. Yeah. Yeah. I am Fear. Oh, again, only orders Assage Ventress. Um, when a Ventress per- begins her activation, she recovers. So this would you know strip any suppression before she rallies. Yep. At the end of a Ventress' Ventress's activation, she may perform an attack using the following weapon. So this is a melee or range one, one black, surge to crit, suppressive spray weapon. So she gets a flamethrower.
1: Yep. It's a black dice flamethrower.
2: Black dice flamethrower.
1: But Which it's there it, you go. Well, it's notable that it's at the end of her activation. So uh, this is in addition uh, yeah. to her normal attack. It's not a replacement for it like it would be for Boba Fett. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: it's um it's in addition. It's also notable as the at the end of activation. So she couldn't like you know, flamethrower a unit that's, like, hasn't activated yet and then, like, force push something else into it, right. Yep. right? Like, if you want her to be safe in melee at the end of the turn, she has to, like, use this with something in melee with her because it doesn't have versatile or anything. Yeah. Um, But that's still, right, like, especially if there's, like, a squad with, like, a couple guys that's activated or you, like, move into something that's activated, cut them with your saber, force push something into you, like, another full squad, and then flamethrower them. Yeah, you know, like there's definitely ways to work around it, but it's it is notable that you can't like use force push after this, um, etc.
1: Yeah, the timing is a little bit tricky. Yeah, yeah, I think the primary um, benefit is just the re- free recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, and and if all it is end up if all it ends up being is like a couple black dice attack into a random squad that you're in melee with, great. Yep. I'm. I mean, literally, if you get the recover and you put one black die into a Jedi, you're in, like melee with
1: yeah great. could be fine (laughs) yeah
2: um sweet uh so then her three pit and this is the most complicated of all her cards this is yes my master um so this orders no units but isn't really relevant because you must divulge this card and then it says it stays in play which is a bit awkward wording
1: yeah because the rules for divulge (laughs) say that divulge cards are never played yeah yeah
2: so we're (laughs) i guess are we assuming this just means that like it's just like it's like it's played you can't play it again
1: it's essentially discarded and the effects are permanent is how i read this yeah yeah
2: that's yeah
1: cool and you you pick you pick uh it's got the line (laughs) thing here again maybe we'll get a divulge entry up to update but the divulge entry update with says that with the line there's one side of the line that is like a if you play this as a normal command card and then there's another side of the line that's like, if you divulge <laughs> this, but both of these are divulge effects. Yeah. So I, I so. It, the, the intent here seems pretty clear. You pick yes. You pick one of these two divulge effects, that effect is there for the entire game, and then you don't play the card ever. Uh, It yeah. just is there, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So those two
2: choices, and these are, so on top of all the keywords Shardy has. So the first option is divulge play unit step, permanent. Assage Vettress gains bounty and reinforcements. So a force user that can also claim bounties is that seems uh, good. Really good. And reinforcements with her is actually pretty decent because she's actually something with like the aggregate reinforcements that you do want to put down last. Mm. Yep. Um, so there's that. And then the other option is uh again divulge, deploy units step permanent. Um Assage Vetress gains demoralize one, which is throw a suppression on enemy unit within range. One to two. What
1: right? was the buzzer there? Is it like? Uh, that's is your just, buzzer?
2: My phone just buzzing. It's oh, okay. <laughs> I
1: um, thought I thought it was like Tim. You're talking too long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I bussing him off. I gotta get maybe. like one of those hooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so on demoralize
2: one. On top of that, we also get Makashi Mastery, which is what Diku has, which is uh, like reduce your Pierce value by one, and you get to ignore Impervious or uh, Immune Pierce, and Superhero. then also which is also super good, and then also outmaneuvered, which also super good, also super good, and cons- like and all the keywords in that like out of those what is it five? Yep. Outmaneuver is probably the worst one, which is saying a lot because outmaneuver is pretty good.
1: I think it's better than reinforcements.
2: <laughs> I they're, they're probably similar. Yeah, but outmaneuver will save your bacon, uh, definitely once at
1: least, especially with the independent dodge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is. This is really cool. I like the, I like the design space here. I like the fact that you have a choice of. I mean, she could play very differently depending on which one of these options you pick. So
2: yeah, she. I mean, she. Both those options feels like she really feels the flavor of like a, an assassin. Yep. Um, which to be honest, I do not think you could get the sort of assassin flavor down in Legion, but um, like sort of the top with bounding reinforcements really feels the like, you don't have a force user. I'm gonna go like kill something without a saber yep. and then the bottom is like oh you have a force user well we're going to go into jedi hunter mode and be able to just slice your jedi in half yep which i've able to choose that when you can see your opponent's list already is uh pretty good mm-hmm. um
1: this this for me this answers the question what if you could run a double bounty list where one of your bounty hunters was a force user <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's the thing Very you can do so. now.
2: Yeah. Um. And then on top of all that goodness, she also comes with a fourth command card, which is actually a Count Dooku command card. Mm. Um. So this one is called "The Sith Will Rule." It's Count Dooku card. It's a three pip, but it counts as a two pip when this construction. Um. It only orders Count Dooku. Um. It just says Count Dooku gains an aim token and a dodge token. Already amazing. And then after Count Dooku activates, if Asajj Ventress does not have a face-down order token, she activates. After she activates, if she has a face-up order token, flip it face-down. If she does not have an order token, assign her face-down order token. So basically, you just, you can, if if Dooku goes before Asajj, Asajj has to go immediately after Dooku.
1: Yeah, this um, does not appear to be optional.
2: No, it is. I don't see it being optional, though.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like Chewie's one pip with Luke that nobody ever uses, except this is with two Sith, so.
2: (laughs) Yep. I mean, and even if you don't bring Asajj, it's probably worth taking if you're just playing a Count Dooku list because you had an aim and a dodge on Count Dooku. Yep.
0: So what, okay, so if you build the list with both of them, what and you play and you use this card, what two pip are you not putting in? Double the fall.
1: No, I think you cut Asajj's two pip to recover one. Here we are and this is <laughs> the argument i want
0: go ahead argue your uh, points and i'll determine who's right all right <laughs> tim um i
2: ahead. i i think cutting asaja's car like two pip is pretty harsh because uh, especially if you want to run her with force push and force choke two recoverable force upgrades our recover on her is pretty awesome as well as with her one pip, you probably want to be taking four dodges, which gives her a bunch of suppression. So that recover ends up being pretty crucial. Um, that being said, double the fall will definitely win you games sometimes. So it's a tough card to pull out of your deck. But uh, I still think if you are running a massage, you do need that two pip, just for, like basically for the recover only. And then the flamethrower is nice to have.
1: I think that um, it's important to keep in mind that when you play the 2-pip, you're assuming you build your list correctly. You're giving up a dodge with independent dodge in order to get that recover. Um, and I also think the effect on Double to Fall is more unique
3: That's and
1: funny. certainly more useful if you're up against another Force user. Like if you've got Dugu and Asage and your opponent is a Force oh. user <laughs> and you kick their Order token back, Oh, they're dead. like, they're yeah, they're dead. <laughs> uh,
2: that, I mean that. That being said, though, if you have Asajj and Duku, like their force users, probably dead anyways.
1: That's that's fair. Yeah,
2: right. Like, I mean, if you're struggling to kill force users with Duku and Asajj, you probably aren't doing something right. <laughs> like, right, like yeah. Um, like I, I I I do yeah. Like if if you get double the fall off with both of them on the board, uh, yeah that they're definitely dead. But I think even just the fact that you'd have two Makashi warriors on the board, like their force user either is dead or just like completely nerfed in their ability to do anything because they just can't get anywhere close to your two force Mm. users.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I just think I think her two pip, while the free recover is good, especially if you're running two recoverable force powers, uh I think the timing can be a little awkward, but also just giving up that dodge is a reasonably significant cost um that's that, that's fair um in the like i mean i built one list so
2: far with this and i have two medical droids in it uh-huh and also Magna guards to uh guardian dooku so that's kind of my like like you give up the dodge but you also like i am adding in a lot of medics um to try and i mean and i have even considered like adding a third in um just to like make up for that
1: yep Yes, I mean I think either choice is defensible. I would personally drop the Recover card. But that's
3: yeah, that's right. I would Did- also
1: consider dropping the Recover card. Sorry, Jay. Um, if you're running like a super tactical droid, and you want to take both of the super tactical droids' two pips, uh, especially if you're running like a B one line and you want to run aggressive tactics or something like that, you know, I think, yeah, I think actually one of the benefits of Asajj, especially with how she has this independent dodge built in, uh, and the fact that one of her command cards is basically a discard i think one of the benefits is you can essentially play her almost at like quote unquote full power with just one command card um yep and you can fill in the rest of your command hand with other stuff and or you know make sure that you can trigger aggressive tactics and that independent dodge and stuff like that so
2: Hmm. i think that's all fair yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then just mentioning like how to do like reverse sort your cards like in cs like b1s with the coordinate uh, Droid is it droid shipper yeah yeah you just have a bunch of b1s string them all together so they all get orders and then you often like will have like some other unit at the end of that little chain whether it be like a super tack or a magna squad or whatever doing, really any trooper at the end of that line will take that last order um you could even like put a comms on one of the d1s you put like a tank or something at the end of that line throw that order um and you either want to have all your orders down to one type of token right so that could be like massage with an operative
1: or like could be operative yeah
2: yeah or you ha- could have like a given account doku, assaj ventures list assuming like even if you don't get orders on either of them you have orders on everything else you just have improv on or whatever and then you can like no matter what you pull when you need it you can just improv to the other yep so you either need to sort down to one token type for every command card played or down to two different tokens with like individual tokens with uh improv and that gives you full
1: order control you could also do multiple token types with improv if you have like two operative tokens Uh, yeah so th- I immediately thought when I saw Asage of pairing her with Cad Bane yep. um, because Cad Bane also has independent dodge. Mm. Yep.
3: <laughs> um,
1: and I think they just com- could potentially complement each other pretty well. Generally, you know, Cad Bane has bounty, so you can get an extra bounty target there. Um, you know, he's got the you can give him the gloves for like extra immobilize um, stuff and force push stuff into him or away from him or whatever with Asage. Um, but you have those two operative tokens, you know, if you build a list out with like, and this is something that fits, you can essentially have like six beefy B1s, massage, Cadbane, a unit of Magna Guards with the Rocket, and then a T-Series. Um, if you bounce, basically like, even if Cadbane can't relay his order to somebody or something like that, if you just bounce the T-Series order to the Magnus, uh, the T-Series has Improv so then your order pool is always essentially either you bounce it back to the t-series or you bounce it to the magnets and then your order pool is always two operatives and then either a me. command token or uh, a um, uh, special forces so then if you have improv you have perfect order control right because it's
2: well it it when you want to pull the operative right if you well, have yeah. just three tokens like you could if you it's like oh i, well, I mean in that case, what you do is you just make sure that like if you needed to go with the T or the Magnus early in the turn, you just they're make the sure ones they with the order. order, Yep. yeah, because you you could like near the end of the turn be like, okay, now I want to go with whichever doesn't have the order, and then yep. pull pull operative oh improv pull the other operative, and now you don't have order control, but right. that's like it's manageable.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. I think it's super interesting. I think the fact that, I mean, people saw like her, I've seen some really, uh, seems to be very polarizing. Some people looked at this preview and were like, oh my gosh, she's so overpowered. Eight dice with Makashi mastery. And then other people are like, actually, she looks pretty bad. Like she only has five health and two courage. You know, she doesn't surge at all. Um, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yep, She actually looks pretty balanced to me. Uh, one thing I will say um, about the amg releases at least like since the din bobo wave so basically everything after the battle forces i feel like they've all been pretty balanced as far as the releases are concerned Mm -hmm. um and gideon and dark troopers look pretty balanced too so um yeah i
0: i i I think yes agreed right and credit where credits do like those all look balanced i think the thing that scares me is the uh battle forces like in the you know we we don't know a ton about the remnants, and yep. empire remnants, but basically what they're saying, it seems, pretty. There could be some broken combinations in there, and so that's the only thing that makes me nervous. Is that it does seem like they're paying attention to the units, and that you know they're they're coming out balanced, which is great. Um, but then to throw them in battle forces that seem out of balance is a weird like uh it's you know it just seems odd but who knows right we don't know for sure let's and we
1: we'll we'll have to see the full rules for the remnant battle force too right but it does seem like you can make some especially with like independent aim if you do your positioning correctly on (laughs) almost everything seems like you can make some pretty crazy firepower lists but yeah um actually just do you guys want to see how big a dark trooper is yeah it's kind of silly actually i uh so here's a magna guard Right Here, right, normal size Magna Guard. Um, this is a Dark Trooper. Whoa, uh, this is just a normal <laughs> size Dark Trooper. For those of you um, listening,
0: it's like a head above, and it's like and everything's just, thick. It's a big, look at
1: look at that chonky beef, too. Like, yeah, I mean, the the cape is like inflating the Magna Guard a little bit, too. He's a super chonker, he's extra ridiculously chonky, yeah, <laughs> thick, um,
2: thick with two C's, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, and that's just the guy on the ground, so you also have like. Um, here I'll keep my Magna Guard here. You've got, I think this is the Unit Leader. Um, here's the unit leader. Like, <laughs> look at how big this dude is. Like, that's a Magna Guard. Jeez. <laughs> the thing we have silhouettes. <laughs> I know, right? Well, and that makes models like this possible. And then here's the here's the dude with the somehow this rocket launcher's only range too. I don't know how that's possible. But um, <laughs> like look at the different size difference between these. This is an RPS. And then, like, look at how thick this rocket launcher is compared to the RPS. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like he's
0: got three RPSs. <laughs> I know. Like, all strapped together. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and then, let's see. Here's the cricket bat. Here's the cricket bat. Very, very cricket batty.
2: Uh, it's a cricket bat. That's a cricket yeah. bat. Yeah, That's <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, they're big. I'm very impressed by those. By the miniatures. But they're very large.
0: I, listen... A, a, that's one thing amg does really really well all the miniatures have been beautiful yep. um and and yeah i think we should definitely give them credit where credits due. the yep. like kyle said the the units have been super balanced like
1: yeah yeah it's not bad i will say when you're assembling these guys for those that are getting these i think it's next week officially right mm-hmm. um yeah the 17th <laughs> look at how small this connection point is oh yeah uh you will absolutely same with the other guy on the rocket um it was one of those situations where i glued him and i thought he was stable and then like (laughs) and then like i stood him up on his base and then i came back a couple hours later and he was like yeah (laughs) Yeah. so make sure that you lean those i ended up being able to fix him but especially the dudes on the uh and their leg joints are have really thin connection points too, which makes them posable, which is great. But it mm. also means that like you have to sit there holding them for a while. Yeah. So make sure you like brace them with things, is all I'm saying. Well, and you put them yeah. together. Or that's they're good. gonna like, you know, brrr. yeah. Cool. Yep. All right. Any other Saj thoughts? Nope. What do you run on her? Horse push. Well yeah.
2: <laughs> and then into the fray.
1: <laughs> okay, and
2: then uh, I put I put choking and left it at that.
1: Hmm. Just leave that second training blank.
2: Yeah. What else could you, What else could you put on there? I
1: I think I think if you have the points, you could consider tenacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't think it's an auto take simply because she only has five health. And she doesn't have a way to like wound herself or anything. So like. Once you've taken a hit, you know, it's no guarantee that a hit's gonna be exactly one wound. She could be on like two wounds after the first time she gets shot. <laughs> yep. You know, and then you've sure you've got tenacity active, but then she's in with very much within like random schmucks punching her to death range. Um and I, I don't think you want to be in a place where you have any sort of plan where Saj takes any wounds personally. Okay, no. okay. What about? defensive
2: stance she's probably not going to be taking that many like dodge actions
1: i mean once once she's in i could see it like it's it's Um, possible
0: but it's i i like i mean you take the dodge get the two dodges and then attack
1: right (laughs) and then use your dodges to improve your dice yeah i think it's great in that situation for sure yeah um I think it's at least a defensible alternative to tenacity if you have the points. I
2: yeah. I I also think like she she has like a few training options that are like defensible. Um, she like she also does have a relentless. Now she doesn't surge, so her saber throw is.
1: It's, eh? ba- no, it's bad. Don't even say yeah, it's bad, <laughs> it's especially bad. with especially with the new cover rules. Where like you're with saber throws, yeah. even you're you're bouncing off yeah. heavy cover. You know, that's, the, that's a rebel trooper shot. Four black dice with yeah, no right. shirts. That's a naked rebel trooper unit.
3: So, <laughs> so, my,
2: my, my, like, especially if you're running, like, going for the double bounty thing, I think it's a little bit more defensible. Like, someone's running away and you just sort of, like, chuck a saber after them. In which case, like, Saber throw and Hunter is, like, there's a world where you do it. I don't think, I'm not saying it's good, but it's like, I'm just looking for all the different options.
1: Uh, hunter. I I think that's actually interesting, or at least at least as interesting as tenacity, because you don't have to be wounded. Yeah. She's somewhat likely to be attacking multi-wound models anyway, um, and it's you I don't have to, unlike with defensive chance, be, yeah. Yeah. you know, you don't have to take an action to get that free token. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that.
2: Like her her two modes, whether that be go after force users or like randos without a saber, Hunter benefits both. Yep. So, I I, I kind of think in that case you probably just take tenacity to the same points, but yeah, right. Like because you're gonna probably take a wound at some point, and then tenacity benefits you
0: hitting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder. This, you know, is there a world? So here's the problem with her too, right? Is that she doesn't have Master of the Force, so anything that taps. It's gonna be a problem. You gotta
1: recover it. Yeah.
0: And so, like, yeah. I wonder if you set if you only have one that taps. So you have force push, right? Because that's like an auto on every force user. I wonder if you use that second slot for something like fear, you know, and then if you're gonna do the build and then she has demoralized to too. So now, you know, you're walking up and you're giving p you know two suppression to units, and the I mean their actions are gonna be reduced yeah. a little. Yeah, I don't know. There's I
2: I, I mean the like not having massive
0: force I actually think leans
2: more into tapping force abilities because like if you're gonna recover mm-hmm. that's only and gonna get be both done recover so you get both yeah. them back at once.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And choke gives you a lot of objective play. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um and like I like especially if you're running other two like double force push double choke is just that's a drug.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just yeah I'm like I just worry about that tap. I know. I, I don't know you're going to have as many opportunities for recover once she's like,
1: you're going to have to well, be I real mean, particular,
0: you know? But There's like, actually
1: a couple ways to get around that. that. Yeah. Okay. So you've got her two pip, right? Yep. Which I know I just advocated for not taking. Yep. Um, <laughs> you then also have the super tactical three pip, which you can mm-hmm. put a relay on a Dread Trooper unit to bounce it to Ventress and then actually use the free recover from that because it's not worded like their 2-pip is. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there's there's actually a couple ways to give her free recovers when you're not just straight up taking the recover action.
0: Hmm. Yep. I mean, there's, yeah.
1: I could Those see... Very specific list, though, to get you there, right? Yeah. I could potentially see reflexes, hmm. since so she can use dodges like aims. Oh, yeah. Um, It feels like that's... An effect that you can kind of get from the training slot, anyway. Yeah. Um, like that's a lot less unique of an effect than choke, but I could see it.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She's, she's I'm, I'm excited. I hope that Jay, I've I hope that the, the shipping I know the shipping is always fast, but I hope it's like extra fast because of that time <laughs> period between the 17th. And, I like, mean,
0: listen, if. I'll tell you what. If if they do what they've been doing, I I'll have to I'll say this too, since they've taken over, uh, stuff has been in real early. Like um, I've been sitting on Gideon and Dark Troopers for like a week and a half, <laughs> right? Like so, yep. I mean, um, if they do the same thing with her, I, I will absolutely have it in everybody's hands on the day, on the day. Um, but yeah,
1: I, I, they've been good about that. So uh, that. That makes me hopeful. Awesome. Yeah, because there's no 11 day any rule anymore. So, um, which uh, fine. I think it's fine too, especially yeah. if they're giving us previews this far out. Yeah. You know, this is more than a month that if you want to proxy Assage and practice with her, like you can do it now. Yeah. Um, like this is her entire kit that they previewed for us. So just use them, use a all mini and play with Assage. Like, yeah massage practice don't be like oh she's only coming out did with you just days. say
0: massage practice
1: <laughs> massage. <laughs> damn it kyle now every time i see this i'm gonna be like massage ventress
0: you know um, what? you know what we'll do a all art of force choke that's just called massage practice
1: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we're treading some some thin ice here i think um
0: i don't even care it's funny
1: i know it is very funny uh (laughs) it goes right with that hit with chair pose yeah um (laughs) all right her expression too by the way this is like i I love the facial expression on this mini she's Mm. got the the knitted the knitted angry eyebrows it's like she could not be more pissed off at whatever she's about to slap with that chair yeah <laughs> um, is it Hulk right. Hogan yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright uh, <laughs> you guys got any other thoughts
0: probably none that I can <laughs> say out loud but <laughs> right Tim <laughs> yep okay.
1: I'll just say that I'm glad that they went with the full Skirt outfit instead of the obnoxious yoga pants that she has in like mm. the early clothes. Yes, yeah. there, there. Um, this looks much more Sith-like.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. For your monk. Yep. Exactly.
0: Oh god, I thought you know, uh, real interesting, and then we can go. When we saw the early previews and they said uh, we got those leaks of the box and yeah. it said four cards, I thought she was going to get like a flaw card or something yeah. because then she, like during the Clone Wars, she has some like second guessing of
1: Oh, she well, like betrays Dooku. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they, they all betray each other, but that's what <laughs> yeah. the
1: Sith do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But You can't fire me. I quit. I um <laughs> the Sith version of that basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. like Chewie's the only one that really did this, right? And a Yoda, I guess. Yoda and Chewie were the only yeah. ones that have done...
1: Like a teamwork card.
0: Cards for other... Yeah, cards for other... I mean, because you don't even have to have her to play this card.
1: Yeah, I think it's Re- cool. I think it's Really? Cool you know, because if
0: you just ignore all the after account Dooku activates, right? You yeah. can just give him a yeah, dodge it's,
2: and it's, it's, a, this, an aim. This, this, card, this card reads, Dooku gets a dodge and aim, which is pretty good effect for a force user. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool design space I'd, I'd love to see more like existing characters get command cards in newer packs yeah even if those yeah. packs aren't specifically them
0: yeah but even if they did something like this where it's like a it's a two fur you know where it's like okay this half is if you just run duku you could still use this half yep. but if you run him with Assage you get both
1: so you know it's pretty cool yeah that's the thing that's missing from like the Chewie cards I think is like chewie's cards do literally nothing. If yeah, he's not paired with whoever he's supposed to be paired with, right? Um, yeah. Whereas this is great for Dooku, whether you're running a Saj or not. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's cool. Agreed. All right. Well, let's let's close this thing out. Um, we are the notorious scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay, and I'm always second. And I'm
2: Timbo, and I know
1: this is to
0: be true. <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags.